This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. From Los Angeles, California to Joy 94.9, this is LA Spins, the weekly entertainment show on everything that's hot in LA and Hollywood. Now, here's your host, Peter Reynolds. Taylor Swift's stalker is back at it. Yep, just two hours after David Crow was in court for his arraignment of his second arrest for harassment and stalking, Crow was seen hanging out near Swift's New York City townhouse. Neighbors called the police and he was arrested for the third time as a restraining order was in place. Is it over now? Doubt it. Kylie Jenner lit up social media because of her fashion choices at Paris Fashion Week, but not in a good way. Kylie opted for a more classic, loose-fitting dress for once, and her fans responded with some mean statements. One posted, is she aging in dog years? While another posted, when did she turn 47? I guess her fans aren't used to her looking classy. The Oscar nominations were announced and there were a couple of major snubs that had Hollywood up in arms. Despite Barbie being the biggest movie of the year and picking up eight nominations, Margot Robbie did not get nominated for Best Actress and Greta Gerwig didn't get nominated for Best Director. Somehow though, Ryan Gosling got nominated for playing Ken. Huh? Kanye West was seen wearing a t-shirt with the face of a controversial Norwegian musician known to have had neo-Nazi views despite recently apologizing to the Jewish community for his unintended anti-Semitic rants. The rapper was also showing off his permanent $850,000 titanium dentures. Nobody needs those. To promote their new album, Saviors, Green Day hit New York's subway to film a segment for The Tonight Show. The band and host Jimmy Fallon wore disguises as they headed into the Rockefeller Center Underground where they surprised some American idiots, uh, commuters, with a live performance of Bad Company's Feel Like Making Love, then Basket Case. Fun! Except for that urine smell. Dead or alive! Tiffany was a teen icon, scoring a number one smash in 1987, a cover of Tommy James and the Shondells' I Think We're Alone Now. Dead or alive? Alive. While struggling through a 2021 live performance, Tiffany yelled at the crowd and apologized later, blaming voice loss, panic attack, and frustration. She's an angry 52. How hot is the Fanatics Super Bowl party? Tens of thousands of people are already trying to get into the 800-person private event. This year will feature performances by Travis Scott, Ice Spice, and the Chainsmokers. People are offering hundreds of thousands for tickets. One high roller offered 500,000 and was turned down. Because you have to be invited. Black China is open to having more kids with new boyfriend Derek Milano, despite going through messy custody battles with exes Tyga and Rob Kardashian. China, who has reversed a handful of plastic surgery procedures, said that the only reason she would hop back on a surgical table would be to bring more children into the world. No. 
Please stop. Doja Cat's brother is denying he physically abused the singer or their mother. Yeah. Roman Dlamini pled ignorance to paparazzi when they brought up the temporary restraining order filing that his mother submitted in L.A. Superior Court. He denied knowing about the restraining order and even knowing who Doja Cat was. Doja responded, Roman who? Idiot of the Week! L. King drunkenly took the stage at Nashville's Grand Ole Opry and made a mess of Dolly Parton's classic, Marry Me. During an all-star concert that celebrated Dolly's 78th birthday, King's voice cracked, forgetting the lyrics, and told the crowd not to tell Parton. Fortunately, Dolly was not present. Drunken idiot! Sasquatch Sunset received a lot of buzz at the Sundance Film Festival. It's a gross movie that features Daisy Jones and the Sixth star Riley Keogh and Jesse Eisenberg playing two Sasquatches that engage in different forms of lewd and lascivious behavior. Oh, and there's vomiting. Never one of our favorite things to watch. Yuck. Charlie Sheen will get full custody of his teenage twins if his ex-wife Brooke Mueller fails a drug test. The Two and a Half Men star was granted an emergency request that states he'll immediately assume sole legal custody of his 14-year-old sons in the event Brooke tests positive for drugs or alcohol. Oh wait, they think Charlie will pass a drug test? Lauren Elena and Blake Shelton had a blast on the season 2 finale of Barmageddon. Shelton, 47, wrapped up the second season of his hit game show by inviting his friend and former tour mate, 29, on as the celebrity guest. The episode features a wild game of beer pong. Hey Shelton, how's that New Year's resolution of not drinking working for you? Khloe Kardashian hit the snow for a photo shoot in a pricey Gucci bikini, faux fur coat, and a black furry hat. The shoot, which had a mob wife theme to it, got a major reaction on Instagram. I gotta admit, she looks amazing in the photos, and she should, since her fake fur coat matches her fake eyes, fake nose, fake cheeks, fake lips, fake chin, fake boobs, fake... The trash bin... June, Mama June Shannon, has fans concerned about her teeth. The TLC star posted a TikTok video from her trip to Covington, Georgia, and showed fans all the sweet treats she and her family bought from a confectionery called Scoops. Unfortunately, the video showed her teeth to be horribly stained and gray. I'm still trying to unsee that. The News Wrap-Up the Dow Jones topped 38,000 for the first time in history. Arizona State University will have full access to ChatGPT and plans to use it for coursework and tutoring. Apple avoided a legal ban by selling its latest Apple Watches without the blood oxygen feature. Employees of the LA Times went on strike to protest upcoming layoffs that will impact 20% of its workforce. Sad. And now, this week's number ones. The number one movie. Mean Girls is on top of the box office for the third week. The number one album. American Dream by 21 Savage is on top for the second week. The number one app. 
Once again, it's Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The number one book. Killers of the Flower Moon by David Grant is the best-selling nonfiction book. Sophie Ellis Bextor began her professional singing career back in 1996, fronting the indie band The Audience. They scored two top 40 singles in the UK, but broke up after their label dropped them. Undeterred, she went on to enjoy success as a solo singer, scoring several hits along the way. Fast forward, a song that Alice Bextor recorded in 2001 was featured in the last scene of the hit film Saltburn. As a result, the song has racked up its most ever global streams on Spotify, and she's working on a new album. This is her first ever U.S. singles chart entry. Here's Sophie Ellis Bextor with the song of the week, Murder on the Dance Floor. Bextor with the song of the week, Murder on the Dance Floor. Follow us across all social media. That's LA Spins, you know, with a Z. And that's what's happening in LA and Hollywood. For LA Spins, I'm Peter Reynolds. So long from the City of Angels. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.